Well, the second cup may soon be less cup and a lot more puff. Because just a a couple of days after the provincial government announces legal pot will be sold privately, businesses are now jockeying uh, for position, hoping to get in on Ontario, which is the very, the most, it's the crown jewel of selling pot. And so we're creating this brand new economy, and it's got massive potential. So getting in early is key. There's 500 licenses that can be issued or will be issued. And a few months ago, Second Cup announced that it was going to partner with National Access Cannabis as they saw a potential for the pot market. So how will this all work? Because they're not the only ones. You'll have alcohol companies, tobacco companies, food producers. Everyone's going to race in to get pot because Ontario is open for business. Let's bring in Mark Gallagher. He is the CEO. Been a busy guy over at National Access Cannabis to explain how this all works. He joins me now. So, Mark, you know, now that Ontario is open for business, um, I guess everyone's looking at this as the go-to uh, and the important market that everyone wants to get into when it comes to pod. Mm-hmm. There certainly is a lot of enthusiasm around it. What is it, though? I mean, this is a chain. Second Cup is a chain of coffee, you know, yes. and, and it sounds like you're you're getting rid of the pot of coffee and bringing in a different kind of pot altogether. I don't understand yeah. how this is supposed <laughs> to work. I mean, are they going to get rid of all their edible, you know, muffins and all that and ch- change it totally? Or is it still going to be a coffee shop of sorts? Yeah, good, good question. And I, I do have to clear uh, clear up the misconception here. So, so Second Cup is a publicly traded company that has real estate assets. And in those real estate assets, some are corporate, some are franchisees. And they run, right now, a coffee business. And when we originally started talking to them back in March and found our strategic alliance and path forward, we looked at those assets and said, some of these assets are um, great for future dispensaries because of where they're located in municipal areas of, of you know, Toronto and Ottawa and, and, and other great locations. And so Second Cup has to look at their portfolio and, just, and determine which ones they want to convert. Now, they're going to do a full conversion on the ones that they want to do from a Second Cup cafe to a meta-cannabis um, supply dispensary. But it won't be like, um, you know, Amsterdam, where you go in there and you chill with your coffee and, and do your thing. No, it won't be like Amsterdam at all. It, meta-cannabis uh, dispensaries are going to be where you can come and actually pick up the product that you would like to consume and, um, you know, the pr- privacy of your own home. Right. Okay, so you have all these franchises. You've got the established market. You've got all the things kind of going in your favor, but you're not guaranteed to get one of these licenses. And if you do get the license, because there's 500 being awarded, would that mean... 130 licenses, or do you only need one license to have all, thir- all, all, all the franchises operational? So it is likely that every single location has to have its own license and go through the approval, approval process separately. 130 assets include uh, second cup locations that are in hospital and in universities. Right and across from a school. Right. And they're not going to be acceptable right. to the licensing agents. So th- there's there's going to be a subset of locations that we will be uh, targeting for going through the licensing approval process. 
Okay, but this is competitive because you're now up against, I mean, you guys came out of the gate, I think, probably earlier than most. We had heard Loblaws, we had heard of, of other big uh, box office stores kind of rumbling about it, but you guys came out pretty early, but there's no question. You're going to be up against alcohol companies, tobacco companies, other uh, food manufacturers. Everyone's going to want a piece of this action. Well, remember, um, National Access Cannabis, which is the parent company for Meta Cannabis Supply Co., has bidded the cannabis space for years. We're mm-hmm. publicly traded on the TSX under the ticker Meta. Um, we've been awarded licenses in Manitoba. We were one of, of, of only four that got awarded a master license. We have, uh, you know, uh, going for our maximum that we can get in Alberta and in BC. Uh, NAC is a major retailer, and we've happened to partner with a major retailer of Second Cup, looking at their real estate assets and being able to ch- to work with them to right. pick the right ones that can be converted to these dispensaries. Okay, so then does that mean National Access Cannabis could then team up with uh, you know, Loblaws for sake of a, of a name and also help them? I mean, are you the middleman? Oh, of sure. Yeah, okay. We're a retailer, yeah. right? So for us, and, and like any retailer, it's location, location, location. Sure. And then from there, of course, it's having the right brand and atmosphere. And what's unique to cannabis, although maybe not so unique, is having great um, uh, customer service and, and representatives who can create a great customer experience, especially for a product like cannabis, where there's the requirement of such an education for new consumers. But so this, we would work yeah. with any retailers who are interested in getting to, into cannabis, but want a specialty company to support them. Okay, that makes sense. But you know, this is this is something that we don't see very often. It's not every day that you can watch an economy, a brand new economy, create be be created and watch it grow. I mean, this is a completely new thing that has so much um, opportunity linked to it that really we're not even scratching the surface on it. Right. Well, you know, there's opportunity and there's risk. So having a professional organization with experience in retail and experience in cannabis, I think, is what municipalities are going going to want to see. And they're going to want to see someone who's accountable, so like a publicly traded company, Mm -hmm. who wants to make sure that there's social responsibility at the heart of what we do. So it's a balance between that opportunity and, and of course, that risk management that – Everybody has to be very aware of. Sure. And you guys know what you're doing, but are you anticipating that there's going to be bumps along the way and, uh, you know, lots of uh, kinks to work out here? Yeah, there's for sure there are. Um, this is new to the government, right? So, so they're definitely um, putting in policies and procedures that are going to change over time. Right. This is just a starting point. This is there are new control boards that are being set up that are purchasing from new suppliers uh, to new retailers. There's going to be bumps within this industry. Um, But, you know, there's also going to be great success stories. And we certainly hope to be part of that. That is Mark Gallagher. CEO of National Access Cannabis, one of the big, big players in this game. We will uh, be fascinating to watch roll out. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson, and this is Global News Radio.